This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. Sit yourself down, strap yourself in, as you're going to be listening to Armitage on the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show, where over the course of the next hour, you'll be exposed to music that you should hear on the radio, but don't. Evening, fellow oak botherers. And uh, at the back of my mind, I'm sure something has just happened of historical relevance, if not significance. But for the life of me, I can't think of what it is. I'm sure it'll come to me.
got it. It's payday. Thank Lemmy for that. January must be the cruelest month of the year. We're all skin after Christmas. And what does Pope Gregory the 13th do in 1582? Slice 12 perfectly good days off the year, rearranging the number of days in the months, adding a couple onto the end of January, making it a five-week month. No wonder we held out until 1752. And... To add insult to injury, in February and then March, we don't have to pay any council tax. Come on, guys. How about starting with January when we have no money? I mean, it would be helpful. With your eyes 
That was Pilot and January that came out in 1975 and unsurprisingly in the month of the same name. Uh, Number one for three weeks, I seem to remember, uh, two of which, bizarrely, were in February. I did try and find if anyone had done a punked up cover version to air, uh, but the only other artist that I knew to have uh, done it was uh, David Cassidy on his Home is Where the Heart is album, so uh, clearly I didn't. Uh, It has been noted that I have not mentioned anything on the last two previous shows about seeing the boys in Lewis on the 10th and a day later at the 100 Club. A fact that I'm going to rectify right now. Uh, the boys' UK shows amount to one, maybe two, at a push a year. I don't think they played London last year at all. Uh, so when it was announced that they, uh, with the last great dreamers in tow, would be playing down in Lewis on the South Coast and at the 100 Club in London the day after. Tickets were pretty much swiftly purchased. Uh, unfortunately, Saturday's London gig suddenly became in doubt as it uh, became apparent that uh, I would be taking my daughter back to Nottingham for the start of her university's new turn. After much negotiating, a deal was struck and it was all systems go. Uh, I've never been to the Con Club. Uh, before and it certainly seemed to be a venue from another time unfortunately the bar prices were most definitely set in the present day if not a few years into the future opening proceedings were menace who uh, a few days earlier had headlined the 100 club in their own right as part of this year's resolution festival so they weren't following the boys and landscape dreamers up the m23 in london uh from what i can gather only drummer Noel Martin survives from the original 1976 lineup that were, for all intents and purposes, the first generation of no-nonsense boots boys that brought fledgling punks and skins together, beating Sham 69 and the Cockney Rejects to the draw. Sadly, the imitators overtook the originators. Uh, it's only been in the last 20 years that the band have released full-length albums. 70s and 80s, it was still all about 7-inch singles. Menace's last album was uh, in 2018 and uh, Social Insecurity, which I have subsequently picked up. And blimey, what a revelation, as it is right up my boulevard of broken dreams. On Test of Time, uh, the lyric goes, uh, when I'm old and in my bed, just put a record player by my head. This is a conversation I've had with my daughter, I've told her, when I'm old, you can put me in a home, just as so long as I've got my music and books. Live as a novice, uh, I couldn't tell you what was old and what was new, as nothing seemed to have a place or dated, even in 2020. I can't wait to see them again live. From Social Insecurity, this is a title track. Get the feeling that it's too late 
It's safe to say that social insecurity has this week been my cycling soundtrack. Up next were the last great dreamers who uh, are starting to annoy me, uh, only by the fact that I need to get them to record and release a new album. I love what they're playing live. I'm definitely not getting bored or anything like that, especially now that Crash Landing in Teenage Heaven has been reinstated. But even though the band, uh, since they got back together again in 2014, have released a very excellent transmission from Oblivion and 13th Floor Renegades, I still think they have more to offer in the manner of that's the album they needed to release. Live, as I said, uh, never boring, with newish members Rick and Tim really fitting in well, with uh, even the squirrel forgiving Tim for not being Dave. Uh, I enjoyed both dates for different reasons. Lewis, because, uh, and I mean this with no disrespect, as it's almost out in the sticks, meaning that uh, even though it was a very healthy Friday night crowd, it wasn't overtly packed. You could see and hear the band unobstructed now the 100 club because the set was you know a tad longer but with a solid sold out crowd that wasn't waiting in the pub around the corner for the boys to come on the last grain dreamers uh seemed trapped on stage uh, and with nowhere to go they came out all guitars and drums blazing that resulted in much crowd dancing with both feeding off each other <laughs>
the last great dreamers and primitive man from the 13th floor renegades album uh, that's the last great dreamers debut album that will be retrosexual is 25 years old this year the band are going to be embarking on a short anniversary tour uh, starting at the black on the 22nd of april and ending up in sheffield at the corporation on the 26th check the band's website for details as i mentioned uh, it's been two years since i caught the boys live last that the squirrel is suitably happy as kent norberg guitarist with sartor is still on bass duties with his fellow band member chips kesby on third guitar supporting honest john plain unfortunately John wasn't well enough to join the band at the Con Club or the 100 Club. Was he missed? Yeah, visibly, of course he was. But musically, Chips more than enough covered John's tracks. The boys now only feature two of mentioned all members in the shape or form of Casino Steel and Matt Dangerfield. But even with their limited gigs in the UK, you really couldn't wish for much more. Setlist was pretty much a best-of fan favourite selection that lasted just shy of an hour for both dates, uh, with the audience lapping up every morsel. I know a band, you know, band member location and time commitments hamper them playing regularly in the UK, but it's a case of leaving them begging for more. Knowing full well, when they do play, they pretty much are guaranteed to sell the 100 Club out. From the live undercover album that was recorded in China, this is I'm a Believer, the studio version of which you can find on the punk rock menopause album. There's another new song from the new album. This is I'm a Believer!
latest 4-8 into Kingdom, uh, it was only last Sunday, when I trekked up to the Dublin Castle to smash the January blues courtesy of Paradise Alley, the Suicide Notes and the Dead Hombres. Uh, this was the Dead Hombres third or fourth gig, but with both vocalist and guitarist Nigel and drummer Del previously playing in the Gasoline Queens, a swathe of the Queen's material was temporarily rebranded to bolster their opening slot. However, it was the new songs that caught my attention, namely Crazy People. Now, Nigel would be the first to admit that his vocal style is very reminiscent of Tyler from The Dogs to More. And to be fair, he was at one point in a version of The Dogs to More with Tyler. But Crazy People sounds like Tyler and the Stooges. Uh, a couple of proper covers are thrown in, a very different love song, to that by the damned more sisters of mercy that you think is going to stall and shudder to a halt but doesn't and on t-rex's get it on bassist tracy really compliments nigel with subtle higher ranged backing vocals something that i think should be encouraged but not overstated <laughs>
The Suicide Notes, vocalist Billy T and his former band, The Black Bullets, in my opinion, seemed like they were just about to explode onto the next level. Then in April last year, time was unexpectedly called in one of those why-would-you-do-that moments with Billy at the helm. Uh, Suicide Notes aren't a million miles away from his former band. Today, the band have uh, only released a couple of tracks on the, to uh, their Bandcamp site and uh, acoustic ones at that. Uh, on the said site, we read a great swaggering ode to bad behaviour, where punk, rock and psychobilly and glam rock meet, and Motley Crue meets with Nail and I. This pretty much sums them up to a T, no pun intended. The band is a beautiful disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> Oh, my. 
The Suicide Notes early next month, as in February, future and non-rock radio UK listeners will be finishing off their Pleasures of Despair acoustic demo sessions EP. Then, on the 22nd, it's the turn of the full-on Electric Lazy Land EP. So, on to headliners, Paradise Alley. And I think vocalist Steve Vincent will be the first to admit that they're not out to change the musical landscape but to cultivate it by keeping the spirit of Hanoi Rocks, Lords of the New Church, New Dog Dolls and the Ramones alive. It's all about having a good time, looking good and sounding good, even if it is a miserable Sunday evening in January, hence smash the January blues. Uh, as it was uh, like a sunset strip circa 1985, but without the temperature uh, and added drizzle. Uh, but as I've pointed out before, it doesn't rain inside a pub. Unless you were in the Hammersmith Clarendon when the toilets leaked. As with their stint at the Dublin Castle last summer, Hollywood Brat and London SS guitarist Brady once again joined the band mid-set for a cover of London SS's star. Enjoyable romp, I think, is the most apt term. Here's Baby Don't Go.
Paradise Alley along with Dead Hombres are the opening acts for Neon Animal at the Hopeman Anchor for Rockaway Beach 46 on the 28th of February. I shall see you there. Uh, as I was paid this morning, uh, I hit the interwebs to purchase gig tickets. But in actual fact, my trawl consisted of only one. Uh, tickets for the Stranglers Final Four UK Tour were announced at the beginning of the week. Uh, Brian on the 27th of October and Brixton on the 21st of November interested me. But over 40 quid a ticket I have for the moment bought. Uh, no doubt I'll do the Brixton gig. It's only a few days before my birthday. Uh, I was planning on seeing the Super Suckers and the Hit Priest next Sunday at the 100 Club. However, two days earlier, I'm back in hospital for an operation with a minimum of 48 hours to recover. No driving, no operating heavy machinery, no signing any legal documents and no gig going. Uh, the CT scan I had at the beginning of the month uh, to look at my two centimetre kidney stone came back clear. Nothing of any size. Uh, with the procedure I had on the 13th inconclusive, uh, so general anaesthetic time, meaning obviously next week's show, will be pre-recorded. Uh, and isn't it fantastic news that uh, the 100 Club has been given a 100% business rate relief from the 1st of April, uh, saving the venue around 70 grand a year. Uh, Tuesday had me worried when I read that an uh, announcement was going to be made at 10 o'clock the following day with regards to the club. Bound to be bad news that the last venue in the West End Soho area was going to close. Fortunately not. Anyway... The ticket that had me pying with my 11 quid was for Janice Stock in March at the Lounge in Archway on the 21st. £11 to see Janice Stark, the Nosebleeds and the Randy Savages? I mean, what's not to like? <laughs>
that's this week's live segmentation over and done with. Next week, get ready to hear me report on tomorrow's Wild Hearts and back your baby's gig at the Kentish Town Forum. Yeah, if I get there in time. Doors at six o'clock. I mean, I'm all for an early curfew and all that, but give us a chance to get at the venue. Right, on to new music. And uh, the City Kids have just released a four-track EP with two of the songs, making it onto the band's debut album, The Things That Never Were, which is due to hit the real and virtual record shops in March. And uh, when you pre-order said album from their band campsite, you will be exposed to the bonus album of shit that we like, which is 12 tracks of, uh, as you might have worked out, covers ranging from uh, Motorhead, Twisted Sister, Cheap Trick to Credence Clearwater Revival. Uh, the City Kids comprise a former main grain JJ Watt, along with longtime friend Bertie Burton from Tiger Tales, completed by Falling Reds, Dave Sanders and Dennis Post of Warrior Soul fame. Uh, all the proceeds from Best View are going to be split between the Murray Curry and the Macmillan Trust as Dave's bandmate in Falling Red, Mickey Lawless, recently passed away. <laughs>
Track two on The Best of You, which you just heard, uh, Round and Round, features a guest spot from the Suicide Notes. So, another reason, as if you needed one, to purchase it. I know I'll be playing the Wild Hearts next week, but the Squirrel thought it'd be right and proper to play Greetings from Shitspill on tonight's show. I wonder why. Until next week, take it easy. (laughs) 